Aloha. The Lord answered my prayers. Wow. And gave her the cancer I'd been praying for. My name is Brian Beckner. This is episode. Sorry, I just had like a brief indigestion, moment of indigestion right there. Uh, Episode 341 of the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing to our bonus content, redcircle.com. Go to theballerlifestyle.com. Almost said podcast. Go to theballerlifestyle.com and there's a link at the top of the page there if you would like to subscribe to the bonus content that we do there. I did a, I did a, I think I'm going to do a series uh, reviewing this um, documentary that's on Showtime right now, Love Fraud. And I did, uh, Molly McAleer and I did an episode this week that's up now. And if you'd like to hear that and the rest, I think there's four episodes in that docu-series, so if we follow through and do them all, they will be posted there in the bonus content. Uh, Also, if you would like to reach out via the voicemail line, involve yourself in the show, that would be cool, 949-464-TBLS. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can do that as well. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. Uh, I'm joined now, as always, by Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, um, I, a couple things. I think we should, um, in this day and age, praise some good deeds. I was reading today that uh, good old Russell Westbrook left a an $8,000 tip to the housekeepers. I saw that. I made a tweet about it today because I have a group of friends, monsters, really. Some that have been on this show. I'll just I'll leave it at that. Oh, no. Is this is this like somebody who doesn't who doesn't like people who play baseball the wrong way? Could be, could be. Mm-hmm. They uh, they don't believe in tipping the fucking housekeeper. What? Yeah, I know. I know. You know, I have I have some friends in real life who are like, "What do you mean?" Because yeah. like I, I we we will stay at a hotel or something. I'll be like, "What would you guys leave?" Yeah. I'm like what? Yeah. I don't tip. I don't like I'm not Mr. fucking Daddy Warbucks, but like five bucks yeah, a day. It's not it's not my blue heaven. But yeah, five bucks a day is is not much. It, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think my it, my my thoughts on tipping. Not, I mean, I'm obviously not the best tipper in the world, yeah. but my thoughts are what is that money doing to me versus somebody scrubbing the toilet of a stranger? Absolutely. Like that, yeah. that money to me is like, yeah, I, I really would like to have five more dollars in my pocket at all times. But like $5 per day is not a big ask when you're spending what? Even a cheap hotel is like 200 bucks. Yeah. What, what's $5? Uh, totally. And it's, it's not like there's certain things like forgive me if, anyone in our audience does this for a living, but the bathroom attendant, I mean, that's just a grift. Like 
I will. I, I will I'm give. Ang- I'm angry about that being there. When I walk yeah. into a bathroom attendant, I'm bummed out because yeah. it's like, well, I gotta, I gotta spend money to piss. This is something I can do on my own. And, uh, and but, I'll throw the guy. I'll throw the guy a buck. He's he's working. He's you know he usually he gets the water going for you. Like he's trying to earn that dollar from you, but it's it's an unnecessary amenity at a restaurant it doesn't need to be there i don't use the cologne yeah, mints mints I don't, I don't use any did there i mean there's a big piece of real estate on the counter there with stuff i'm not using the soap i yeah, use yeah but that's i don't need special and then the paper towel you know, yeah. I can grab that myself it's but, a bummer but the a hotel room somebody that comes in and wipes up your fucking piss dribble. And you could be like, well, that's their job. They signed up for it. Okay. It, to me, that's that's a service that they're providing that's worth five of my dollars. I'll go a step further. The, on this, the, this past weekend, I went, I took a boat over to the island of santa catalina island here in southern california and i played Mm -hmm. in like a little golf tournament and you know it's a small island and i was walking to like meet people at the country club and i wasn't sure i was going the right way and this woman went by on a golf cart and i was like excuse me i'm like just is this where the sand trap bar is and she's like no actually it's over here jump on and then i'm like oh cool and then she drove me to that bar and then i got to that bar and um, the people i was supposed to meet were were like actually it's up here so she drove me in her little cart back up to where i actually needed to go and i gave her five dollars because she went out of her way to do something nice for me she didn't fucking clean up my toothpaste dribble she didn't make my fucking bed she gave me a ride and i gave her five bucks because that's that's the right thing to do. Right. And so, if the five dollars yes. a night at a hotel is yes. going to break you, yes, then don't stay in a hotel. I agreed. Agreed. If you're fundamentally opposed, you tip in restaurants, right? Right. You t- you tip for service. She is providing a service. We live in a in a tip culture. Other places don't have tipping culture. We do here, but other places have socialized health care. So these, right. these people aren't fucking trying to subsist on their tipped money. And, you know, of course, just like just about all history in the United States, tipping all stems from racism and slavery and all that. I mean, I don't you've mentioned that before. I didn't know that, but it doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, everything in this country. Sure. If you just if you do a little digging. You're like, oh, wait a second. It yeah. had to do with us suppressing right. other races. So we don't have to pay them. Right. Yeah. Um, so props to Russell I, Wilson. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, Wait, it's Russell, a good deed. Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Never props to Russell. Never. Russell. Um. Uh, I thought we should do a, an important R.I.P. today. Um, pretty legendary name. Everybody knows it. I'm talking about the grandson of our tenth president just died at oh. age ninety-five. John Tyler's grandson finally died. <laughs> he, wow. he was born. He was John Tyler was born 14 years after this country started. Yep. And his grandson just died. Well, John Tyler, he, he was, 
as he was out of office in 20 years before the Civil War, yeah. like in the 1840s. He, he, as I recall, had a child either in like his late 70s or early 80s, and then hit, and he had like 10 kids or something. And then his youngest child also had a child in very late in life, and then that guy lived into his 90s and so that's why he was still alive and it's and it's one of those things that when it was when I found out about it I would bring it up to people every fucking week because yeah, I thought bonkers. it was the most amazing it's thing bonkers. it's uh it's like the uh thing that I uh the thing I love doing is uh telling people Anne Frank Martin Luther King and uh what's uh tw- Barbara Walters all born in the same year They're just crazy crazy um and uh, yes, an R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen, um, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, one of my first purchases. I I had the vinyl myself. Beautiful. He, I'm just watching this video. This is like a live Eddie Van Halen. I saw Van Halen a couple times, and he would do this every show. Where he would just, the whole band would leave the stage, and he would go sit down on stage with a cocktail, and unfortunately, a cigarette. (laughs) Look, it, it is definitely sad. He was a legend. But I've read some dubious, uh, doctor work by him saying it wasn't the cigarettes it was the metal guitar pick he kept in his mouth that he thinks caused the cancer i heard i well because remember it was probably like 15 years ago we learned he lost a a, he had tongue cancer first yeah and he lost a large portion of his tongue because of it and that and people were like oh yeah the cigarettes and he's like actually no it was the it was the um the pick the metal pick in his mouth which Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He was he was whatever, so legendary. Think, think yeah. Whatever did, but but yeah, like really. And then when I was so 1984, I was eight. Yeah. And so I got into that, and then I kind of backtracked. I went yeah. to like some of the previous albums, yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit!" And like mm-hmm. the you know uh, a, a little kid discovering totally diver diver down and Van Halen two and yeah. all these, and you're like, "Holy shit! Yeah. This is mind blowing for for like a you know a boy in middle school and stuff." I mean, Van Halen one, I would put amongst the great you know, "Are You Experienced?" Led Zeppelin one, like. Amongst the great debut albums by any band ever. Oh, there's his brother Alex. You know, he's, uh, they're Dutch Indonesian, these guys, the Van Halens. I knew they were Dutch, but I guess the look right. doesn't look the, so Dutch. Yeah, the, you know, the Dutch, they ruled in Indonesia, and they, I believe his father was Dutch and his mother was. Indonesian, very sad, and it's one of those one. You know, it's you know why they ruled because of the spices. They right. needed those spices the, in there. Yeah, the spice trade, and and I mean, the Dutch ruled the seas. Of course, they were they were seamen. The Dutch. That's right. Little, Dripping with seamen. Yes, little tiny country. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen, just fucking legend all the way around, and um, not that old. You know, sixty-five these days. Guys that are sixty-five. This day and age, not yeah, that fucking old. Look, right. If you look at the actuarial table, 
if you make it to 65, yeah. you're not supposed to die at 65. Like when yeah. you do all the averaging, but you've already made it past all the young death right. stuff. So the actuarial t- tables will say you're supposed to live well, well into your 80s at that point. Yep, you're coasting. Um, it's a bummer. Um, yeah. And another bummer I had. So as as you anyone listening knows, we've gone heavy with movies. Yeah. And the reason is because, you know, COVID. time stood still. And like, yes, certain things have sort of opened up. But the news and just doing it every few weeks, um, the news is not plentiful except for news on Trump yeah. or COVID. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we, you and I uh, kind of agreed we're going to try to do like one week on, one week off at this point. Because mm-hmm. we'll have we'll have some stories. But if we did it every week, we I'm, I'm telling you, we, we just wouldn't have enough stories. It's, it's crazy how there's just not much out there besides these things. Yep. Um, and then this fucking weekend, it was the explosion of Trump and COVID together. And I got to say, I'm profoundly sad that I haven't heard of a death yet in this uh, inner circle. It's a bummer. And endless. Everybody knows where I stand politically. Yeah. And I am I am very anti the George W. Bush era and his presidency. Well, he's but a war criminal. But I, even though he's a war criminal, mm-hmm. I'm not actively thinking about him dying. I, 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 I have major problems with him and creating ISIS, and I think his legacy 20 years after the fact will be way worse than Trump's, actually. For sure, but also more of a stooge. But that's what I was going to say. The, mm-hmm. the reason why I was ecstatic reading the news of Trump uh, getting it is because cruelty is the goal with this whole fucking group of ghouls. Yeah. And I was very pleased just as we were, uh, you know, signing on. I read about Stephen Miller, who's probably the architect, one of the architects, him and Bannon, of all of like the most cruel shit. He's he's a he's a Jewish white supremacist. He's the worst. Right. That's he's, like that's like Clayton. Like that's like Clayton Bigsby, the black white supremacist. Like it's exact, what. And he's from he's from like Santa Monica. Yeah. Isn't he? Crossroads High School. Yeah. Um. Oh, fuck. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. But but ultimately, I these people are all fucking cruel and so irresponsible um, with the whole treatment and the, the the talk of mass being a joke and. He, he, he's making fun of Biden for wearing a mask during the debate, during the de- mm-hmm. debate. I mean, the, like so many medical officials, scientists have said, if everybody just wore the mask, this thing would like peter out pretty quickly. Yeah, that's and, true. And like we're just stuck in this hamster wheel because of this. And then Trump gets this ridiculous cocktail and you can see him huffing like you know that's yeah, great like he's he's great. not doing well it's, well he's, he's morbidly crazy. obese he's he's, he's in disgusting. the he's in the fucking crosshairs of covid he's the kind of but, person that dies from covid but you know um i think i even read a, a bernie sanders tweet today just talking about like yeah everybody when people shrug and say well of course trump got the best medical care possible all the yeah. you know all the treatment everything so of course he if anyone's gonna pull through it's him well that's what our like, tax dollars go for ed yeah, that's why well, we pay well, to, that's trump. why guys like trump and me pay taxes is so we can get this good health care that's right but the fact that it's just understood if we get it there were a couple things like if you're about to go uh 
you know, go into a coma, they'll give you some other stuff. But you just can't get this treatment. And it's the fact that we're just cool with this uneven healthcare is insane. And the fact that people can just shrug and be like, yeah, well, of course he's he's going to be okay because he's getting the best. What is the best medical care when it was an emergency? Yeah. When you've got an illness, there shouldn't be a best and worst. Best cosmetic surgery is something like sure. yeah, you, elective you procedures, for, right? For the best looking tits or something. That's yeah. one thing. But like, what the best to treat a deadly disease? So fuck all no. of them. And I hope yeah. I hope there's lots of lingering problems for all of them because they're they're cruel people. Yeah, they're they, they're horrible. They're, they're trying to be cruel to people, so it, they can all. Like I read Chris Christie, who, you know, his presidential bid was ruined because of his spite over the fucking bridge and stuff. Like he's a cruel guy, but I read like he was coaching Trump to step on Biden's lines because that can trigger a stutterer. Like yep. everything about them is fucking cruel. All these people, and it's the, the elections. You know, in terms of who will actually win is decided already. It's not it's not really going to be all that close. It's just going to be about, you know, suppression and bullshit shenanigans. But like, it's not it's not remotely close at this point. Don't. What are you, a fucking jinx? (laughs) What is wrong with you? If I had the ability to. No, I'm saying we could still be stuck with four more years of Trump. But it won't be because of honest means like the, oh, no, of course not. The, the polling is out, out of control in states that trump has to win it's only going to be like well because the, the democrats mail-in votes but like it's not everybody who views trump as a useful idiot because they like the conservative judges you're you're also into it for a racist uh cruel person so fuck you uh yeah i totally agree uh fuck trump i i it almost does make you believe in God, though, because I I wish for people like this to get diseases all the time. It's one of my favorite yeah. things to do. But it, it was does, the best weekend at Twitter. Yeah, this isn't my first go round because one time I had this fucking hateful neighbor. I think I might have talked about it on this show before. I lived in a triplex, and it was like three apartments in a row, flat, one level. And mine was in the middle. And to take my fucking trash out, I had to take the can through the neighbor's backyard. And it was never a problem until this lady, this miserable old bitch, moved in next door to me. And she fucking put a lock on the fence and wouldn't let me take my trash. Like, I had to wheel the—I was going to wheel the trash through the house. Luckily, there was a neighbor on the other side. I could wheel my trash through their backyard. But what was your other option? Like, what, what what did this person say to you about it? She had a dog or something. I, I don't know. She wouldn't. She would avoid me because I would be like, "Hey, I want." And then, but then we had all sorts of other horrible interactions. She had this fucking dog. It was it was bad. She was just a fucking mean person. And she would like scream at me about nothing and like call the landlady that I was playing my music too loud. I'm like, I'm not even home at the times that she's talking about. She accused me of like breaking in and ransacking her shitty apartment like I would want any of her crap. So oftentimes I would before I went to bed, I would hit my knees and I would place my hands on the edge of the bed together in a praying hands pose <laughs> it's weird that there's like a style like there's rules about how you're supposed to pray like that's the way you could get down on your knees or whatever but i would do that and i would ask a, a benevolent creator to please 
if he had it in his power to give the the fat old bitch next door to me cancer, any kind of cancer, colon, rectal, uh, the most painful cancers I wished on her. And then I don't know what it was, Ed. I don't know what she got, but the Lord answered my prayers. Wow. And gave her the cancer I'd been praying for. But alas, Ed, it was much like Trump. It was not to be as she survived the bout of cancer that I had wished on her. Just making her angrier? For a year or more, yes. And she was, she lived through it and she martyred on. And I don't know. Eventually I moved out and she still lived there. And I would drive by occasionally and see her stupid fuck. Oh, that was the other thing is it was like a shared driveway and she would park Wait, you know, we had like three like parallel driveways and mine was okay. in the middle cause my apartment was in the middle and she'd park like way over the line. This is an awful person. You're yeah. describing. And I would be like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm not, not Mr. Confrontation. I was, and it was probably, you know, an accident. And I was like, Hey, and also I'm calling her old. She was probably about the age I am now. And I was like, Hey, would you mind? Like, you know, I can't fit my truck between the two cars if you park over it. And she like got pissed at me. So fuck her. I wanted her to die. And I, I mean, eventually I hope she did die eventually, but she didn't, she survived the cancer. I wished on her much like DJT has appears to be surviving his bout with COVID, although it is still pretty early. He's living, but he's not, yeah. he's definitely not right. Yeah. And, and like the, the whole Vita balcony thing, that was so odd. What? Yeah. yeah. And he's, and they talk about, well, the import or when he did that little drive by while he was still in the hospital and people were like, well, he likes to project strength. He yeah. wears bronzer and yeah. complains all the time yeah. on social media. He's projecting strength. Fuck out of here. And he puts those little he puts the little eye things yeah, on the little uh, ping pong balls right. over his eyes. Right, so they don't spray his eyes. I was worried about that because, you know, those people that he has to get that done, like someone has to do his hair. I'm, I'm sure he can like manage the styling of it, but to get it that color, he needs a professional to come in and do the hair. And it's probably a, someone he's trusted to do it for many, many years. And now he's got fucking COVID and this person's supposed to come in and fucking and and once more onto the breach to for his fucking hideous fucking hair. And same with his spray tanner. Like that's someone has to do that for him. He doesn't do that himself. And you could see when he wouldn't when he was fake working from Sir oh, Walter Reed. The empty piece of papers. Yeah. He was much less. tan. He wasn't getting his spray tan. His I know the, right away. Yeah. The spray tanner must have tapped out because he probably gets that. But he got it. He got it right away when he did his little Avita thing. Yeah. He, he got it back. Yeah. He got it back. Yeah. It was like, oh, he's freshly tanned. Yeah. Where, where were you, yeah. buddy? Yeah. You go on vacation somewhere. Um, I also read something, you know, interview with a doctor, and also they were talking about that car. That car has to be able to withstand gas attacks. Yeah. So and it's, so they said yeah. the people inside the car with them. That's as bad a situation as possible. Yeah, and now they and now those guys, and I get that. That's they. I mean, not really. I mean, it's one thing yeah. to to protect to take a from bullet. an outsider. Yeah. yeah. 
from the president trying yeah. to kill you? I mean, that's insane. Now they have to they have to quarantine like that. Those yeah. guys just went to work that day. They were doing what they needed to do, and now they can't see their family for two weeks or whatever but he it is. People cheering on, cheering him yeah. on. Yeah, he needed those people out there sucking his dick. Um, you know, I exclusively, I'm I'm pretty much mechanical pencil exclusive these days. And really? Yeah. And why is it? And but I gotta go. I, I'm a hard presser, Ed. As that's why I can't deal with I know, mechanical pen- I know. pencils because of that. I'm a hard presser and I just like the way that my writing looks. I just like the feel of it. I also uh, haven't used pencils since I was like 12. Well, well only for certain things. So Black most. Pen only. As, Get out of here with your blue ink. Oh, no. Never blue ink. Never blue ink. <laughs> no. No. No real. Oh, yeah. I, for years, worked for a very large corporation that moves packages around the country. I'll just say that. Mm -hmm. And it was completely forbidden to ever use a blue pen for anything. And if you did, if you were seen to use a blue pen, it hundred percent adversely affected your career in some way. It was well understood that blue pens were unacceptable in a professional environment. Of course. Ink is black. You write with a black pen. I, and anybody that uh, has ever seen my Insta stories. <laughs> could have a shower right before bed Or maybe take an Uber and get some roadhead On my Insta story Don't be boring on my Instagram Oh, this is a real bummer. I did a whole series on um, pen reviews on my Insta stories at one point and apparently didn't save them to my highlights. So they're lost to the ether. I'm pretty exclusive to the Pilot G2 gel pen. You familiar with that one, Ed? Um, uh, I think so. Yeah. I almost will only write with those. Occasionally, I'll find a ballpoint that I like as well. But when I write... I'm sorry, I'm sorry to derail your whole thing. I am curious. How do you press down hard with the mechanical pencil? Well, it's, it's all about angles. But that's what I'm getting at. I Certain mechanical pencils, even though I filled them with the same lead as another mechanical pencil... Mm-hmm. Somehow, I'm able to write and write and write with this pencil and never break the lead. Whereas the other one I was using, even being filled with the same lead, broke on nearly every first press. And I want to know, like, what is the engineering here? And this one, I don't know what it's called because it's an entree. Seven millimeter, and it's a classic. I've had it for years, and I have it with the same lead I had in the other pencil. And I, I just wrote Eddie Van Halen here, and I made a little dash, and I'm, I wrote the number of the episode, number three forty one. I used the mechanical pencil to make notes for the show in my moleskin notebook. So if we watch a movie, I make notes with my mechanical pencil. I don't know why. I don't. I don't feel like this notebook need is should have pen in it. I use a pencil, and it doesn't break when I use this pencil. But if I use a different one, it breaks every fucking time I press down. How do you know that? How can they market to me where they tell me, hey, this is the kind that won't break? Is it because it's metal? The other one's plastic and this one's metal. 
I don't know. If any mechanical pencil, any draftsman in the audience, my grandfather was a draftsman. <laughs> a draftsman. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. That's it, like a blacksmith. You just don't hear of right? draftsmen. If there's any draftsman in the audience, I'm really bummed that I don't see. Wow. A lot of memories on this Insta page right here. I'm really bummed that I don't see my my pen reviews because I got I was trying out a new pen and it was very big deal to me and it doesn't appear that I saved it. Anyway, um, let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit. Hold ish. I just update. I was trying to remember what we had talked about for when I make the description of the show, when I post the show later, and I wrote the word tipping. And it's not one time did the pencil break, and if I were using the other pencil that I've been using previous weeks, it would have broken three or four times, for certain, at least twice. Okay, let's do a voicemail. Right, right, back. Easy Edward Daily. Hey, uh, fellas. I had a little quick question for you, okay? I believe Manuel took a week off last week. Did we we did not hear from him, is that correct? Did that did that call open up with a uh, some sort of bong rip or something? Did it was there something oh, going I on? I think it might have been call? like you know how you drag the phone up your face and it like scratches against your beard? Okay. Well hold on, we're only okay. nine seconds in. Let's start over. People love Manuel anyway. Let's let's start over. Let's get the <clears throat> intro. Signature he he much like friend of the show, Jason Stewart, has a signature introduction. Let's hear it again. Right, right, Bex. Was, was it just an exhale? I think it was an exhale. When could, it, could, could have been a bong rip exhale. We know Manuel likes to uh, dabble in the wacky tobacco. That's for Jazz sure. cigarettes. Yeah. Right, right, I think it's a combined exhale and maybe a scratch across the whiskers. Okay. And so I'm just a right. guess. That's a guess. Word daily. Hey, uh, fellas, I had a little quick question for you, okay? Uh, my back. This, uh, this voicemail's three minutes long, so I can't imagine this question's going to be real quick. Just saying. Ground is I'm Mexican American. In my 40s, you know. I may or may not have dabbled in activities of a street gang mm. as a youth mm. and a young adult. That's supposed to admit you know, that. Yeah. Uh, that may or may not be factual. Anyhow, gang culture calls for tattoos. So a lot of my homies uh, had tattoos, and, uh, you know, I was one that never got a tattoo, you know. Mm. But... Uh, I could have got my neighborhood put on me for free, all right? Plenty mm. of time. Mm. I chose not to myself. Um, mm. My main question is, now that tattoo culture is so prominent in the United States, 
because back then, you know, the late 90s, uh, mid to late 90s and uh, early 2000s, um, basically uh, tattoos were like mostly for gangbangers or, uh, oh my God. you know, maybe your punk rock. Oh, I just got to take a breath here. Ha. Huh. Do you, how I many? Think we should, we, this is like a choose your own adventure book. Like when you're kids. Yeah. So where, where do you think this is going? I don't know. And it's, He's asking us if we have a problem with tattoos wish, or, or well, do we? We both have mentioned on the show that we have tattoos on our body. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, I don't know where he's fucking going. It's, it's how many, how many best man toasts do you think Manuel has been asked you know what? to provide? And this feels like a maid of honor kind of speech. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, maid of honor speeches, they, uh, they take the, the long and winding road. Now I remember Sarah, we used yeah. to go to the mall Yeah. and she used, she was boy crazy. Woo! Yeah. You knew Sarah, she was boy crazy and just going on and on and on. But I, I gotta tell you, I'm a little bit intrigued. Oh. I want to see where he's going. Okay, I'll let him. Uh... Another twenty seconds. I'll, I just want to see where. Have you watched that show, Dave, on FX slash Hulu? Oh, I love it. With little love Dickie. it. I watched it all. His, oh, uh, his it's great. His girlfriend gives a uh, gives a like an uncomfortable um, speech. But then she like kind of brings it back and it's like sort of heartwarming. But what you're ta- what you're talking about. Oh, at the wedding. Yeah. At the wedding. Yeah, remind, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Reminded me of that where it's like, oh, my God, I don't like I don't want it's short and sweet, guys. If you're, you know, Ed and I are too old to ever have to do this again. But uh, younger guys and ladies, when you guys are given given that speech short and sweet and by short and sweet, I mean like half the length of Manuel's call. You get up there, you say some praises, you make one to two jokes, you ask everybody to raise a glass, and you get the fuck out. Nobody wants you up there talking, yammering forever, especially because the dad's going to talk for a while. He paid for it, so he gets to talk. All right, here we go. ...and uh, metalheads. Now, it seems like every Tom, Dick, and Harry wants to be under a damn tattoo needle. It's hilarious to me. Like, I pulled up to the light right now, and I see this dude... He had to be pushing 60 years old. Yeah. yeah, he was like sleeved up, dude, like he's a veterano. I mean, straight sleeved up. Yeah. And to me, it's just funny because especially like his tattoos were all colorful. Um, so we're one. I feel like we definitely didn't need to continue this call. No, I, I think that that last clip is all we need. Yeah, B, he's um, so now he's got tattoos tattooed people in the BMW slash Tesla driver world, right? He's saying because they're not hard, like if you're not if you're not in a gang that's kind of, you're out of your element if you're you're tatted up. I feel like What um, what about sailors? There are definitely definitely bad tattoos in the world. Oh, they're mostly There's mostly bad tattoos. I'm all for people expressing themselves like, you know, who they are or who they were. And sometimes it leads to a good story. Sometimes leads to a funny looking tattoo that you're staring at. But it's 
it's fine. I've, I mean, for me, yeah. I, I knew I was getting things that I wouldn't really. Right, I just got my kids' names. I got right. a couple of tattoos, but yeah. I'm 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 fine with that. But you know, I was tempted, and you know, a couple other times, and it's okay. Yeah. It's just a story oh, yeah. of your life. I don't I don't think you need to be in prison to get a tattoo. Yeah, when I was thirteen, I got a hand poked. This is so embarrassing. I've never told anybody this. I mean, the guys I grew up with know about it. I got I got a hand poked spider on my upper like bicep shoulder between my okay. shoulder and bicep like side of my arm. Really out there for the world to see. And it was so badly executed. And I was fucking there on my arm. Every time I took my shirt off until I was like 30. Now it's like, now I have another tattoo there and it's like inside of the other tattoo. And I was always like, I got to get that covered up. And I just never, cause I didn't want like a bigger shitty tattoo there. So I felt like, even though I was like off, I like had made the appointment to get it fixed and like get something over it. And I just never, it just never happened. And then, uh, and then eventually it did, but I went years with this fucking stupid thing on my arm facing the world. And that's a lot of people, you know, that's like, it happens. Like a lot. How about the old tramp stamp? Oof. You know, that was a trend for a while. Yeah. And it's weird. I, I've, it's been a while, but like when I would take my kid to the playground and you'd oh. see moms like oh, yeah. bend over with their little toddler yeah. and you'd see the tramp stamp. Yeah. And you're like, wow. That's, that's, have they that's all got it lasered stage. off? Well, <laughs> I can remember sometimes where they're not lasered off. Right, right. Um, but I'm just saying you don't uh, see it as much as you used to. Well, because I, I'm guessing some are lasered off. Right. Some, yeah. I think the people who that time right. was time to get it, they right. now cover it up. Right. We don't see it. We don't see it. Right. On them. You yeah. don't. You don't see yeah. 45-year-olds – with their back fully exposed as much as you used true. to. That's true. Um, I had a buddy who was Irish like me. He's like, let's get the Irish flag. He's like, why wouldn't you get the Irish flag? And I was like, cause I've been to my family functions. Yeah. I'm cool with not being any right. more Irish than I already right. am. Right. Um, I, I know a guy that, um, he's a sweet guy. He's a really cool guy. As a matter of fact, and he's got he's a New Yorker and he's got like the Yankees logo with the, the um, skyline. You know, he's kind of like a guinea type dude. He's a good dude, though. He's got the well, you didn't. I mean, you told me he got the skyline in the Yankees. Oh, yeah, I, I already knew. Exactly well, he could have been Puerto Rican. He also could have been nah, Puerto Rican. I knew who he was. Yeah. Puerto Rican. The first thing you would have said is a Puerto Rican flag. That's true. And then you might have said the number 21 for Clemente. You see a lot of right. Puerto Rico <laughs> sure. 21 jerseys around me. I am. I am flush with those in my area. He's got he's got this sweet. He's got the Yankees NY. And then he's got like the New York City skyline. And um, I told him one time, I'm like, dude, I'm like. The only way that tattoo could be cooler is if it played Empire State of Mind. <laughs> like if it was like if it was one of those like birthday cards that you open up and it plays a song. Every time yeah. he flexes. Yeah. Like, that shit would be fucking dope. Uh, OK, Manuel, thank you. We noted your uh, your opinion on people. I don't even know what his opinion is. He does. He likes tattoos, but you can only have tattoos if you're in a gang. 
Well, he chose not to get him, right? But he thinks it's only for gang people. And I mean, we we got enough. What I, about I get it? What He's, about he was pointing out how comical it is that a guy in a Tesla has got to sleep or something. That's right. where he was going. What about what about sailors? What about Maori tribesmen? Oh, yeah. The Polynesian, you know, I can promise you Manuel was not about to fuck with the tribesmen. No, they got they 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 found tattoos on dudes in the fucking ice from like, oh, yeah, it's old. It's thousands of years old tattooing forever. Yeah. Uh, Okay. thank you for that, Manuel. We always love it when you call in a couple of emails, I think. Ballers. In episode 340, Valley Girl, Brian made a comment in regards to where the attractive moms were where when he was in high school. Yeah, they didn't exist. They <laughs> didn't exist in my high school. The only sort of situation, if I really tried to pursue it, my buddy and I, when we were lifeguards at a country club, oh, there were some there, there were come. some moms. Yeah. There were some moms that definitely would have put it in play. Oh. But but for me, I had just started dating my current wife, so I was pretty happy with, like, the current situation. Yeah. yeah. In retrospect, I would have maybe postponed our relationship for a summer and gone gone the, the mom route. But, I, I knew a guy. Because they were definitely yeah. putting it in play. When I was, no, none of my friends' moms. When I was, like, 20, I knew a guy. And he, I feel like I can say this because I'm not in contact with any of these people anymore. No one probably listens to this. He worked for like the homeowners association of like a big development or whatever. And so he was like around in the daytime, like mm. writing up people for letting their lawn die or not fucking trimming their palm trees or whatever. Like this, this is a big like parts of California. That's a big deal. It's like a, it's like there's not enough levels of government. We're going to invent one. We're all going to agree to chip in and pay to fucking cite each other for leaving our trash cans out seven hours too long, that kind of thing. Right. So at one point he like, and he, you know, this guy did pretty well for himself, not financially, probably. I don't know about that, but I just mean like with the ladies, he, and he was a couple years older than me, but still a young guy. He was probably like 22. All of a sudden, my other buddy's like, yeah, um, so-and-so. He, I'm like, where is he tonight? And he's like, oh, um, he's out with this, some, like, married lady in her 40s. <laughs> would like He'd, like, go over there in the daytime and tag it. And then she would, like, take him out to dinner. Because she was, like, a you know, an adult. And her husband wasn't around. They, she, he would, like, <laughs> he would, like, go out with her and her friends. And I think she might have even pimped him out to his friend, to her friends. And I was, like, what, what is this fucking heaven that this guy is living in? Yeah, that's, like, that's bonkers. It's crazy. Like, that's, that's, what's, what's the, mo- what's the extra anchovies movie with Vic Tabak? Yeah, that's what I'm trying, Loverboy. Loverboy. We should put that on the list. We got to review, we got to review Loverboy since it's my number one all-time fantasy. So I don't know, like, this, it, it has existed, you know, but it's, I was never uh, a party to it. And God, I wanted to be more than anything. Uh, Brian made a comment in regards to where the attractive moms were when he was in high school. It reminded me of a situation I had in high school with my buddy's mom. This is too much for me to deal with. She was an administrative assistant for a local physical therapist office. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This reminds me of something that I just thought of. At one point, I was, did you, when you were like in junior high, high school, did you ever, were you ever an aide? Was that a thing where you went to high school where you would like get credit for helping a teacher in her class? It could be like your elective. No, to but I an, told you that one hot teacher, I used to linger a little bit. Yeah. Oh, your Spanish teacher. Yeah. But yeah. It never happened. I was an aide for this one teacher and it was when it was during a period that she had no class. She, it was her like off period. And she would like have me like run things around the campus and stuff for her or like correct papers or whatever she needed. And she wasn't, she was like, okay. She wasn't like super hot, but it's like, I'm like, Oh, we're just, it's just she and I in this classroom. She's definitely going to try to fuck me at some point. <laughs> Never. She was, she was getting dicked down by the, um, by one of the coaches. Oh, one of the football coaches would come in. Yeah, his bike shorts. Yes, in his, he would, he would, Yes, he would roll up in his fucking bike shorts that were made out of baseball pants material in his golf cart, and he would sit and he would like <laughs> sit there and like flirt with her and like kind of not quite make out because I was there, but I'm sure as soon as she sent me on runs to do things, they were hooking up. And again, she was probably like a little younger than I am now, right. or around my age now. She wasn't that hot, but, you know, I would have oh, taken yeah. one. It would have been good for the story, right? Of course it would have. Yeah. Didn't That's happen. the dream. Never happened. Uh, for a local physical therapist's office, and I had to have some PT due to an injury. I mean, this is the, this is the best porn I've ever watched. While face down on a table, Ooh. my buddy's mom came up behind me. She the oil? And with a cupped hand goosed me oh she got a full handful of my testicles in the act as i think back about why this happened i have no idea why she did it but anytime after that day when she saw me she'd give me a little wink with a nod oh she was i mean yes I gave what? I gave my buddy an immense amount of shit about it. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable telling my buddy, no, "Hey, your mom's think, trying no, to fuck me." No, keep up the great work, <laughs> Ben. Nine oh six. Surprised your buddy hasn't murdered you. That is, I mean, that's a tough one. That's much worse than you um, reminding your no. buddy that his mom wants to fuck Willem Dafoe. And also, I don't know if we shared it on the show. I just read a thing recently uh, that Willem Dafoe, and this comes as no shock to anybody, massive hog. Of course. He I read something that he was doing a play that ca- that called for the um the actor to be naked on stage and the director had to like change the story or something i'm i'm saying this wrong somebody'll correct me because uh willem defoe's hog 
is would be too distracting to the audience. It was like an elephant trunk. Yeah, if he came out and acted with that big old eggplant right there for everybody to see, no one would be able to pay attention to the story. So they had to change it up. So, well, we got to find that and you got to share that with your buddy so he can show his mom. Because uh, he's, yeah, she's going to want to know that. Like, I would want to know. Uh, he's he's uh, one of my friends that probably listens, so he'll he'll okay. know. Okay. He can find that. Sorry, yeah, he can Google. Uh, it. Just a call call back to earlier in the show. Yeah. Uh, something just popped up. Breaking story that New York Times was working on. Uh, this was back when Jeff Sessions was in charge. We need to take away the children, no matter how young. Justice apartments. Justice Department officials said so. Yeah, cruelty is always the goal for these. Of parties. course, of course, that's not. A surprise at all. Oh, whoa. Oh, my God. Well, well, this is a GIF situation. I mean, it's long. I could I could see. Hold on. It's coming your way from the from the annals of the of Reddit. I've got Willem Dafoe's dong for you right here, Ed. We're, we got to we appear to have a long skinny situation happening. Well, that's that was my thought with Lennon at the time. Yeah. Well, Le- Lennon, like he, he had, it looked like he didn't have a lot of girth to it. Yeah, he had the he had the wizard sleeve, but what what? And we both we both failed on this. There was so much bush. Okay. It was a lot of it was obscured by Bush, by retro Bush. Are you seeing Willem Dafoe? I mean, Willem Dafoe, there's a reason he's really comfortable dancing with his dick out. It's because his. Have the app. Oh, you do don't. It. Oh, you're doing You're on your phone. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. It's a GIF. Hold on. There might be a. It just says you have to have the app. I don't have the red. Hold app. on. Hold on. Hold on. There's an. This says external preview. This is too important, Ed. I'm willing to slow down the show for this. You're not the only person that's had trouble viewing things that I've tried to send them from Reddit. Oh, I'll just say I that. I see the three dots, and I'm excited to find that. Yeah, it's – hold on. See if that comes oh. – you got it? Oh, that's a big dick. It's big. It's, no, that actually looks pretty meaty. I think that's a big dick. It's – well – it's what a, is he doing? What's going on? It's weird. A young, nude, and well-endowed Willem Dafoe dancing. Let's see. No, that's big. It's it's got like it's pendulous. It's a big. That that one's that one's the full video. Yeah, it's well. It also it's what is going on. That woman in the background looks mighty fucked up. It's soft. Like, but that's it's that big. He's so confident. The thing is, just it is. No, this is this is a big dick. This, he could do the Eric Moulds thing where he swings it through and tries to catch it with his ass. Yeah, it's it's, it's big. big and, but imagine when – imagine – because it's soft. It appears to be like seven inches soft, six yeah. and a half soft. Yeah, that's – yes. That's imagine, a- hold on. Here, here we go. We six – hold on. Uh, interview with – oh, Antichrist director Lars von Trier. So it was a movie. In which he revealed that Willem Dafoe required a stunt cock for the film. And not as in the case of Mark Wahlberg's in Boogie Nights, because his member was insufficient for the part. Well, that's, hold on. That's reductive. Because no one's got a cock like Dirk Diggler. 
Right. He was supposed to be going for a John Holmes moment. Right. It's That's like, oh, oh, Marvel Mark, did. Marky Mark couldn't couldn't show use his real dick. No, who could? Point zero zero one percent of the population. I will say, Mark Wahlberg does give off a vibe of somebody who's trying to make up for something. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's he's very muscular, and he's very angry, and he's very Bostonian. Uh, because uh, Defoe's dick is just way too fucking huge. Willem Defoe plays probably the worst therapist in the history of movies. Uh, but you can say it's a film. As for Defoe, I wouldn't let him treat her in, in any other way than with his dick. He has an enormous dick. We had to take those scenes out of the film. We had a stand in for him. Because we had to take the scenes out with his own dick. You had a stand-in dick for Defoe? We had to because Will's was too big. Too big to fit on the screen? No. Too big because everybody got very confused when they saw it. <laughs> it would take you out of a scene. It's it a totally. big dick. It's, I, it's and big. by the way, I've had that that you've had the uh, dick dancing dick? thing oh. up on my screen for the yeah. last five minutes yeah. just watching him dance around yeah. it's it's mesmerizing it's so big yeah i don't i would like to just see because it's all gifs see this one's a gif as well or a video <laughs> it's a big I, one yeah i would like to just see it like a frozen image of my man i'm really glad no we, matter no matter what you're gonna say about us being uh obscured by by lennon's yeah, Bush. Bush. Yeah, it's, it still was not in this category, not in the same ballpark. I mean, it's, it's like the, it's like halfway down his thigh. <laughs> this is a big fucking dick. It's a big ass dick. This Willem Dafoe, and you know what? I'm not shocked at all. If anyone, if you, if someone had come to me and said, you know, Willem Dafoe, he's just got an average dick, I'd be like, I doubt that. I hundred yeah, percent doubt that. Him and Paul Giamatti, I feel like are right. just packing. Hung, major. hung, really, really packing. Uh, okay, Ed. Let's. Oh wait, hold on. I saw another email here. This is from LSU Lala. So you were invited to the next presidential debate, and as you were walking along, you see Kamala Harris and Tulsi Gabbard conversing at a table about feeling the burn. <laughs> while on one ta one table uh, over, is this one of the? I yeah. Listen. Yes. Let me just get a quick thing. Comedy. Yes. Penises. Yes. I'm not saying women can't be funny. Yes. I don't find this the this is middle school. Yes. I don't find the, the the sexuality of of a woman being funny. I think there are very funny women, but it's the reason why I said I'm not a big Nikki Glazer fan or Dice Clay. I don't it's I don't too, find this too much sex. Up. Too much sex. Yeah, okay, it's hold not on. For me. Let me. I don't, I don't want okay. part. I love okay. you, Lala, but this is not okay. for me. Uh, and one table over has Melania Trump. Well, I'm definitely not playing the song has Melania Trump's and Trump's press secretary, Kaylee McEnany. Is that how, really how she spells it? Discussing whether COVID is real. All four have been into the vino and are feeling like they want to spend some time getting to know the five, eight and three quarters Latin looking lover. Oh, this is only for me, Ed. Oh, good. Pretty close. I'm out. You're pretty close with that. Uh, LSU. After discussing flat taxes and trickle down economics for a few minutes, one of these lovely ladies is looking for a little more one on one time to get a better look at the turquoise piece you're peacocking. 
political leanings aside, who you're going to scoop? Well, I'll feel they're all very accomplished women. They've all done great things. Melania Trump. I have a, I have a buddy that swears Melania Trump worked a bachelor party that he attended. <laughs> he swears. No, he, he swears to God. Like, there's no, and you know, there's no reason not to believe it. This, I, she yeah. definitely worked bachelor parties in her lifetime, so it's possible. Yes. Tulsi Gabbard, she's got that real vague, you know, she was raised in a cult. And she's got that real, like, sort of vacant. I've seen her. Yeah. I've watched in my life, in my life, yeah. well, in my in the last few years, I've watched zero debates. I can, because there's yeah. so many clips that pop out of them totally. that I'll see the big moments. Yep. So I, Tulsi Gabbard was already gone by the time I was totally sure. paying attention. Yeah. I've seen her. Yeah. Yeah. She seems attractive, but she's, she seems yeah. odd, yeah. right? She's, um, she's from Hawaii. I think she's of Indian descent. I don't know. She's got, there's something going on there behind the eyes. Kamala Harris, obviously, like, I don't mess with cops. Melania, I just, I feel like there's a sadness there. Um, this Kaylee, like she's like the I, I, real basic. On. I will say, yeah. the sadness you're saying with Melania, I, yeah, there's too much sympathy for Melania. She's a birther. She's an she's an well, evil I mean, too. Ed, she's Estonian. Like, how much do you think she really understands about the way this country works? I I know she understood enough to to. Tweet about, I mean, pile on her her president, her husband's presidential ambitions, like jumping all over the birtherism. Like she's yeah. she's a bad person, and yeah, she hooked up with Donald Trump. Yeah, who that's was known true. Well, to be a bad guy already, right? Supposedly, and, supposedly, and do, there does were, anyone know is yeah. she out of the hospital? Like nobody even talked about her. Oh right, she's got the vid too, but I don't think she was hospitalized. I saw when she when they said both Melania and Donald had it. I saw somebody tweet, but how did Melania get it? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> she never goes near him. No. Well, it could be like um, it could be like what was that show where Kevin Spacey would talk to the camera and he's the president? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. House uh, of Cards. Yeah. I think he and the lady that was married to Sean Penn, Robin Wright, were both like independently fucking the same secret service agent in that show. So it could be like that. I don't, I'm not really into any of these chicks. I got to be honest. Uh, I mean, I guess Kaylee, what, but I don't, it was, she's she's like Fox news central casting. Yeah. She's got, she's got the real, um, you know, she's got the real peroxide blonde look. She just, she looks like she's super basic and annoying. And so that was, that's a big turnoff for me. But I would say, you know, out of the four of them, I guess her, if that's, if that works for you, LSU. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my crew rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own 
joy on DVD. Dang, I missed that song. It's a real triumph. Okay, we've been talking forever. Let's blast through these songs, Ed. Yeah, let's. What's let's going? Hold on. Through them. Something's hap. Something's happening with my headphones here. Okay, maybe maybe it's because the song's still playing. You there, Ed? I'm here. Okay, yeah, we're good. Okay, what's going on in the world of sports? Um. Republican lawmakers trying to ban the sausage mascots or Bernie the Brewer from being near the Brewer Stadium on Election Day, which <laughs> I think it's kind of funny to have a feeling about it one way or the other. Like, does do the sausages convince somebody to vote a certain way or who would even think that like like or, or they're saying they don't want any reason for people to show up to vote? I don't know. Like, I don't, I know you're not allowed to campaign within like yes, X amount but, of feet. But a sausage? I would love that. I would love for I there to be a sausage. I mean, usually voting is a big bummer. If you're waiting yeah. in the line and then there's like Bernie the Brewer running around or sausages, that would be fun. Yeah. I'm an absentee guy, but as I've stated many times on the show, I'm the absentee guy that f- forgets to mail it in. I already voted. So, My town has one of those drop boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so great. We have the, done. we have those here too. So, but mine they just got mailed out. So mine won't be mine will be here like any day. But I'll, I of course will wait until election day. I'll forget and then I'll have to go drop it off at my polling place. But I but I will say this. Here in LA, Southern California, oftentimes you go to a concert and you come out of a concert and there are vendors cooking bacon wrapped hot dogs with sauteed peppers and onions, jalapenos and they're $5. And I usually don't go right by the front door because I want one that's been cooked a little bit longer. So I'll, and there's like hundreds of them around. I'll, I'll stroll out. And when the mood hits me, I'll stop. And I'll buy a dog from one of those people. I consistently, I almost buy a dog every single time I see those people. It sounds amazing. Yeah. If they're hanging out outside of my polling place, I would, I would, I would for sure not mail in my ballot. I would go drop it off just so I can encounter a dog. Like they should have beer vendors. You know, like on the, how on the subway they have those dudes with the coolers that like sell, you know, tall boys and stuff to me. That's got to be just the fucking greatest thing about living in a city is you get off work. You're selling bonds at UBS and you're sure. like, I got to get it on the subway. And there's a there's a fucking guy. And for three dollars, you can get a fucking Budweiser 24 ounce tall boy to sip on your ride home. I don't I don't have a long enough commute. When, right. I, when I would go back and forth from the city. I mean, I'm literally uh, the town next to the right. city. One stop. Um, but. When I was in college and I was interning in the city, I had, a, I had like a 50 minute train ride after that. And so, yeah, we would get the you, they give you in the individual brown bags, the tall boys. It was perfect. Um, yeah, that's just that sounds amazing. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Um, so the Chinese Basketball Association banned Ty Lawson, former UNC's Ty Lawson, uh, for Instagram posts claiming Chinese women have got cakes on the low. And I didn't know what that meant. I assumed oh, it was no, ass. I, yeah, I it's ass, right? Ass, it's a, and it is ass. But yeah. 
I had to look it up. Um, but, and then he's like, hey, wait a second. I'm saying that's a good thing. They've got, they've got totally. nice bodies. Then, but they, they banned him. He's out. Um, no, really? Well, they're, you know, they're very, you can't talk. What's the three T's? Tiananmen Square. Oh, it's not uh, all yeah. T's. One's Hong Kong. So I don't know what the T is for all, but there's like three things that you're absolutely not allowed to talk about. In Ch- oh, Tibet. You're not, Tibet, al- right. you're, you're not allowed to talk about certain things in China. Cakes on the low Cakes. is one of those. And also we've, we've just come up with the yes. name of this to episode. Me, that's, that seems like, that seems like a, uh, an advertisement for China for people to visit there. Totally. Right. They got cakes on the low. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. De- definitely a reason to go. And, you know, a basketball player, first of all, Ty Lawson, last I heard, was he not a Denver Nugget? He was. Yeah. And he's out of the league, apparently, over in China. And nothing wrong with that. You make a nice living over there in China. I I trust his judgment. If he's saying the that right. the, the Chinese former, yeah, they know so he must have been. I mean, he went to UNC, so he was probably a high school All American, UNC player, and an NBA player. The guy has had a pretty good sampling, and if he's he's saying they got cakes on the low, that is a, a shout out to all good basketball players. Maybe you want to consider China. Totally, totally, absolutely. It's it's. Uh, the tourism board is benefiting from Ty Lawson right now. And really like, just, just let it go. China. Don't be so uptight. And plus you got cakes on the law. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. It's time. Yeah. Well, it's time. It's time for now sports. Now sports segment. Segment. On the baller lifestyle podcast. Now sports. Now sports. Now sports. Now sports. Now sports. I'm talking about the segment now. What's going on in the world of not sports? Do you remember the King of Pop? I mean, who could forget? Do you mean that pedophile Michael Jackson? Yeah, the pedophile. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, you know, it's it's tough because he was he was a hero to so many and it's a lot of people collectors. They want a piece of the celebrity. And yeah, his cousin's like, got is auctioning off something that was a part of it. Oh, so he probably at some point like gave her a um, shirt that he wore on stage, or mm-hmm. like a maybe a oh. Remember, he used to wear those that those um, sequined gloves. That one sequined glove. That is a good guess. He probably had tons of the. It's it's like a golfer gives you his, his golf glove out on the course, or a hitter gives you his one of his Franklin batting glove signs. It's probably like that. She's auctioning off one it, of his gloves. It is something that went on his arm, but this is actually a uh, his final bloodstained IV drip. <laughs> it's. <laughs> You mean from the great Dr. Conrad Murray? I think it's Connie Murray's drip of death. Wow. <laughs> Do we... It's got blood stains on it that they can verify. Do we know well, what's first of all, what's do we know how much it's being auctioned for? Uh, I'm do a little perusing. Oh. Oh, she's holding it. You know, usually with these auction items, they're put in like glass cases. Yeah. She's just gripping Disgusting. it. She's just sitting there. Disgusting. Looks pretty. It's got the tubing. Yeah. Yes, the final drip. He took, uh, she claimed she took it from his bedroom shortly after his death. So it was like supermarket sweep 
and with yeah. his family members. Yeah. When he died, they just went run oh, through yeah. the warehouse. Oh, yeah. That's very, very common. I remember there was a guy here where I'm from who he was the richest guy in Orange County, which is saying something because there's many billionaires here. Oh, yeah. And for a while, he was the richest uh, guy in Orange County, and he died. And he was this big philanthropist. And his, like, he was so rich. And then I remember reading that his um, his kids were fighting over his diamond-studded belt buckle, and they wanted to they – w- they were so petty that they wanted it – um, melted down and all the diamonds removed and and distributed equally amongst them because they just couldn't you know they're all they were all many millionaires many times over based on the on their dad's life life's work but they couldn't figure out who got the fucking belt buckle and they couldn't have like I mean there wasn't a judge who was like I'm gonna saw this belt buckle yeah. in half yeah. and nobody's like no no you keep it right right. Like, uh, can't, no. that reminds me, what was the movie? <sighs> what was the, um, never mind, just go on. Cause I'm not gonna be able to think of it. Um, Chris Christie once threatened to sit on Mike Bloomberg. Chris Christie's in real trouble. If he's got this, he's supposedly got the vid. But he's going to get, he's going to get the, the, the good treatment. Yeah. Like Trump got because it's a bad look for Trump if if somebody close to him dies at this point. Yeah, but if you're it's it I agree with you. Yes. He'll get the he's got the best chance of survival for but and as, as as obese Trump is. Right. Chris Christie is he's in twice the next as a, category. And I love that Christie is like like they shit on him constantly. Like remember he was he he did something like he bowed out. He was like the first to bow he was out the first and first guy to, to endorse Trump and endorse Trump. And he's like, I'm going to be vice president. He was like already. And he doesn't realize that Trump doesn't respect fat asses. Well, he's, he doesn't respect. And he, and he also, the, one of the few people he does respect is Kushner mm-hmm. and he prosecuted Kushner's dad. Oh, right. Yeah, that's so a good he point. Got pushed out. So, but he still like lingers around, even though they've treated him like shit. He's like that guy that's he's just kind of still coach. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he's just a glutton for punishment because he really doesn't. I mean, same with Rudy. Those guys don't really have a future elsewhere. I mean, they could be on TV or something, but there's no. There's no, no political no. lifelines for them no. outside of the Trump universe. No. no. Um, speaking of somebody who's really deserving of going down, California man found guilty of putting semen in co- co-workers water bottle. So I saw somebody sent this to us and I was like, oh yeah, this story. And I'm like, we, we don't need to talk about this because this happened like nine years ago. And then I looked at it and I'm like, oh no. This is another story. This is a different guy weaponizing just awful. His eject and, like, and wasn't even doing it like like she she suspected something was up. Yeah, they always do. They can taste it. You would know. No, no, no. She oh. didn't even drink it. Oh, right. She 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 said it was cloudy. The guy was being weird. All of a sudden, she comes back and her water bottle's cloudy. She, yeah. she, this guy was full on creeper. Yeah. What's 
like I don't it's hard for me to put myself in the mind frame of an incel. But do they think oh like Stephanie in accounts receivable she seems really disturbed by me every time I walk in the room. She's not I've asked her to coffee four times now. She always makes up an excuse. I tell her every night that I'll walk her to her car and she quickly exits before I get the chance. What if I were to go into her office and masturbate? And what I can do is I can drizzle some of my spunk like on her keyboard and get a little in her water bottle and then once she sees that and realizes that came out of me she's probably gonna want to get married to me <laughs> she's just she's a she's a, looking for an alternate courtship She's not looking for the traditional courtship. She doesn't. She she seems to hate everything about me, but she hasn't seen my cum yet. She hasn't said she doesn't want my semen in her water bottle. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, well, this guy, um, as as I've said many times on the show, I am a- almost exclusively anti-death penalty. Except for in cases of intentionally causing traffic and or weaponizing your bodily fluids. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Uh, three uh, men were accused of creating a man cave under Grand Central Station. And they see it, and it's got like, you know, a setup, a little fridge for beers yeah. and uh, and TV. Yeah. And uh, I, I think, you know, we got to find the rat. Yeah. I, as you know, or can probably guess, I still staunchly oppose the phrase man cave everyone knows that yes man cave is dumb it's really dumb but these dudes are working long hours they need to find a spot to kick it on their breaks you know you're in tunnels yeah throw on the mets game you know drink that hurting right have a sprite whatever the one weird thing i saw a report on this because it's local, and uh, there was a half-consumed beer in the fridge. <sighs> what? No, you got to drink the whole beer. It's going to get you flat. Dump it. You're not <laughs> like somebody's going to come back tomorrow and be like, oh, "Yeah, I, I still have oh, half a Coors Light in no, there." No, disgusting. No, and how hard is it to drink a whole? Just pound it, dude. What's next, Ed? Uh, this. Is actually, I think, a worse, not I think, it is a worse story. Vietnam police bus rings selling 345,000 recycled condoms. I mean, this is the worst. This is the worst thing I can think of. Where'd they get, oh, whorehouses. I mean, sex worker. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they're called now. But places where people pay to have sex. Yeah. Um, 345,000 recycled condoms that were used with hookers. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, like a, like a condom is not very expensive probably in Vietnam and just the labor. I, cause I heard they were 
they had to boil them. They boil, yeah, they boil them. They and boil them. Re- somebody's, somebody's rolling them back. Re- oh my god! Rerolled. Disgusting. This is just the worst thing I can think of. It's really gross. Yeah, I, that's a, again. Yeah, I'm sure the the Vietnamese authorities took care of these people. Yeah, I know. I you know, and the next story involves. I, I'm just. I'm fatigued with Jerry Falwell. Uh, we're going to skip that. Oh, I just I, unless you have some bad. Well, I don't know. He had a yeah. nine nine one one call from intoxicated Jerry Falwell Jr.'s house last month. Described a lot of blood. Well, it has something to do with the sex play they do with the pool boy. Everyone knows yeah, that. Pool boy. He's been. Yeah. He's a, um, Jerry Falwell Jr.'s a cuckold. Of course. And I think I think like a lot of guys that have that fetish, he probably wants to fuck the pool boy. That's it. That's the, his end game. I, I'm waiting for the story where that's already happened. Yeah. It's already yeah happened. No, definitely. Um, you know, I said I didn't want to get the Irish flag and maybe I'm going to reconsider. Subway bread is not bread. Irish court rules. Well, it's got the um, it's got the flip flop material in it. <laughs> They're ruling it's not bread. I cannot call it bread in, I, in Ireland. I haven't been to a subway in a long time, but. I mean, sometimes if you walk by one, you know exactly disgusting. what it tastes like. Yeah, disgusting the smell. The um, remember they used to do the bread where they would like cut like an angled cut in the top of the bread, and they they wouldn't actually slice the bread Thanks. in half. Now, now they slice the bread in half. What's like? What's? Do you think it, it was Jared related? Probably they had to do some different things right. when they had a pederast right. as their spokesperson. So, like, we're, we're going to mix it up. I feel like Jared's probably getting out pretty soon. And we're due for we're due for a Jared relaunch. Yeah, well, there's a uh, if if uh, Donnie gets four more years, they seem to like people like he Jared, might be so. in the cabinet. He might be he likes he likes his share of villains. He might be health and human services. You bring the, uh, bring the John, pants. You remember John Wayne Bobbitt? Yeah, he's the guy. Now, John Wayne Bobbitt was a real piece of shit. Huge piece of we shit. We shouldn't really celebrate the 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 uh, maiming of no. anyone. No. It's, we have a system but, uh, of justice for that. But they, correct. They, they did reattach it as bad as it probably is. They reattached yeah. it. But there's going to be uh, more body issues he's facing. He's uh, he's about to lose a foot. He's got a bad infection. Ooh, the be- is it the beatus? Co- is it vid related? Uh, I think it's some sort of infection, and, and it involves pictures of his feet. So I kind of oh, not clipped oh, off. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I don't want to see your feet. Oh, and by the way, uh, yeah. the Michael Jackson thing that's yeah. up on my screen. Yeah. She's looking for at least twenty five hundred bucks. Oh, that's a lot less than, I mean, it's obviously more than I would pay. I'm not a real memorabilia guy. I do have this beautiful I mean, uh, guy right. Fieri doll that you sent me. And I also have a Hideo <laughs> Nomo bobblehead. But uh, I don't. But for the pro football? I mean, yeah, tw- I think you could scrounge together 2500 I mean, it's, it's, it's. Who wouldn't want that in their home? It's, like a conversation yeah, piece. It seems like a pretty fair price. Um, this John Wayne Bobbitt, I do recall that he did porn after he got his dong reattached. And I don't, yeah. I don't think I ever saw the porn that he I did. I never saw it, but I was aware of the porn. Like, yeah. somebody had it and I didn't. Yeah. 
choose to. I think it was called like Franken penis or something, something very, you know, because uh-huh. these porn guys are they're very original. Yeah, and so I remember I did see a picture of his reattached dong, and the problem is, is like if you're a regular Willem Dafoe. And mm-hmm. you get your dong lopped off and they reattach it. I mean, you're still Willem Dafoe. The problem with this John Wayne Bobbitt is he was no Willem Dafoe. He was just a John Wayne no. Bobbitt. And, he, and then right. he was John yes. Wayne Bob- Bobbitt with like a bunch of stitches in his little tiny dick. <sighs> it, was not, it was not a good look. Right. Willem Dafoe. I mean, you would be looking at so many inches without even getting to the uh, stitches. The real coxman. There's so much to look at. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to finish with the biggest tragedy of the uh, the last couple of weeks. Vin Diesel releases debut single "Feel Like I Do." Wait, it's Vin Diesel from that movie. Sandy. Yeah. Oh, the Fast and Furious. Hold on. I uh, I didn't realize he was a musician. I feel like Vin Diesel has a secret. I think if you hear it, you're not going to think he's a musician. Oh, hold on. I have it right here. Our friend Vin oh, Diesel. Vin- Kelly Clarkson. Who has a new single dropping today. Check this out. Oh. Kelly, I am so honored. Everyone will be shocked to know this. Vin Diesel is a sunglasses indoors type of, of guy. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got real Mr. Worldwide energy yeah he does he does but don't talk shit on Armando like <laughs> Pitbull he's a real dude he's from Miami he likes to have but, a good time let's have a real good time but you know Vin Diesel wants to be that yeah he does Pitbull Pitbull's the real deal Vin Diesel he's just you know he just has too much money let's hear the song though to be able to debut my music on your show because you, since you first, what? shocking. What? I'm sh- it's shocking to me that Vin Diesel is very verbose and appears to <laughs> love the sound of his own voice. I like. I like that somebody's like. Well, you should probably think of what you want to say. He's like, no, I'll just wing it. I'll wing it. You, whatever you do, you do not want Vin Diesel giving your best man speech. Do not, <laughs> under any circumstances. Although the gift. He's got- I made a joke at the mall. Uh, <laughs> it was great. We, we were finding sweatshirts. Uh, it was great. And till today, have somehow maintained your authenticity. Oh my God! He's just going I on and on. Blessed. There's edits in this, Ed. He must. He must have talked so long. On a year that I would normally be on a movie set, and as you know, that's not possible. I've had another creative outlet. Another way to show you having sex or with share men with you besides uh-huh. having sex with men. <laughs> and to that end, uh, one of the people that first believed in me was Kygo. Jesus Christ. So, Ky- the Kygo? I am now going to debut the first song on Kygo's Sleep. Okay. Feels like I do. Okay. I Go ahead and do like it. it. All right, well, that was a sweet message, Vin Diesel. Thank you for the sweet words. And before we get to the music, I just want to say thank you so much to all my guests this hour. Kelly Clarkson. Queen Latifah, Sabrina. How did, what? I didn't know she had a show. She's got a talk show. Also, I didn't know there was such thing as talk shows. Um, she, I only know because there's uh, 
because John Oliver shows uh, what's her name Wendy Williams clips. She's still around. Well, he does a whole like he has a whole joke about Wendy Williams has like random shit in her house when she's doing the show from oh, home. Oh, really? That's kind of interesting. I'm gonna watch that. Tina Carpenter, okay. Machine Gun Kelly, Brenda Gant, and Terrell. Now, without further ado, here's a sneak peek of Vince's collaboration with Kygo. Feel like I do. Oh yeah. Um. You know, it's weird, Ed. As I hear this song, this Vin Diesel song, and it reminds me of something that might be played in a in a bar where there's like a lots of shirtless dudes and they're very sweaty and they may have taken lots of drugs and they're all dancing together and there's not really many women around. This is, can you picture that? Yeah. Oh, this is him singing. What? I think. Fuck, this is a banger. Like he's got subway bread in his mouth. Uh, he definitely does. And the saddest part is, is that this is they're doing like a Zoom show. So there's a bunch of screens in the studio, kind of like the NBA does, where people are watching the game from their house or whatever. There's a bunch right. of screens in the studio, and if you watch the video, everybody's like dancing to their screen, and it's all a bunch of like pasty white people. And they're really like. I'm sure they dance really well. They're they're really like pretending to get down to Vince Vin Diesel's gay club right. banger. But but you've got to pretend because you're part of the audience, so you got to pretend you're really into it. Which yeah, must be yeah. awesome. That's yeah, and it's just like you by yourself to your camera, and like people you know are gonna see it. <laughs> like uh, if you, somebody, yeah. is it somebody in your household's walking by, and you're like, yeah. "What are you dancing to? No, what is that?" It's horrible. It's really, it's really uh, embarrassing. Uh, okay, Ed, let's wrap it up. A little yeah. more Eddie Van Halen, a little eruption. Legend. It's just the whole finger tapping. He's just. On his own fucking level. And it is weird because he's like a considered a virtuoso, but like virtuoso guitar players don't really make songs that you want to listen to. Like no one's like, hey, you know, let's let's throw on some Joe Satriani or you know, guys that are really good. Steve Vai, they're really good at guitar, but they're just like shredding all the time. But this Eddie Van Halen was just very in touch with his own sound and, and what people actually wanted to hear and he was a real fucking legend and he will be missed and he is loved uh, okay for Ed Daily my name is Brian Beckner this has been episode 341 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast we will see you next week goodbye Styles baller podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do with Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner. Quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Outcomers can understand my brothers reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit so hot, man.
And you know the shit's on top, top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers,